What's up, students? Welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship together with God. Because even when we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Tony and Phoebe. Yesterday, Tony helped us understand the background behind this passage in John 2 by telling us more about weddings and purification jars and foreshadowing. And since today is part three, we'll be honing on the main point of this passage in John chapter two. And so I actually want to read the last verse that we read, which is verse 11, just to kind of refresh us a bit. And so verse 11, this is the first of his signs Jesus did at Canaan and Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. Through this miracle, it says that Jesus manifested or revealed his glory, meaning he made known that he is the son of God. And as a result, it says that his disciples believed in him. And this word believe really means trust or to think to be true. The disciples saw this crazy miracle and trusted. But what I don't want us to miss here is that this trust, that belief, is not the absence of doubt. And that's our main point today, that belief is not the absence of doubt. Kind of a tough pill to swallow, Phoebe, and I certainly would hope that if I witnessed a miracle like that, and I believed in Jesus as the disciples did, that I wouldn't struggle with confusion or big questions anymore. Mm. But that's just not the case. That's not what we see from the disciples, is it? That's right, Tony. Frustratingly, even though the disciples see and believe, they still struggle with doubt and confusion. We see even through the past two weeks of the podcast that the disciples struggle to understand Jesus later on as he's teaching the parables. And they don't fully realize who Jesus is as they fall asleep in the Garden of Gethsemane. One of my favorite stories that we haven't talked about yet, but is an incredible story of how Jesus was feeding the 5,000 and these disciples see and believe him do this miracle. And they have a huge part in it. They're the ones to actually they're they're the ones to give away this food that started out as just a few loaves and fish. But yet just a chapter later in Matthew 15, it says that the disciples say in a similar situation with a few thousand people without food, the disciples ask, Where are we to get enough bread in such a desolate place to feed so great a crowd? The same situation happens, and yet they're still confused as to whether or not Jesus is going to be able to do the same miracle he did just a chapter earlier. It seems clear through the testimonies of the disciples that even when they see and believe Jesus, they still wrestle with doubt and confusion. Why would Jesus be okay with that? It's because of what we've been saying all month, that Jesus is more concerned with the person they are becoming than the information they are acquiring. I think back on the puzzle analogy of learning that we went through a few weeks ago. Knowing is knowing God is like doing a puzzle. You're working hard to understand each piece and the details of them and how they're fitting together with another piece. And then you're taking a step back and looking at the puzzle as a whole. I can imagine that the disciples are doing puzzle work here at the wedding at Cana. They're probably asking questions like, why did Jesus wait until all the wine was gone? And why was his first miracle turning water into wine? They're probably asking, how did he do this at all? This is crazy. And who knew that he was capable of this? They're piecing together what they know and asking questions about the things that they don't know. And at the end of the wedding, it says that they believed. They trusted in these pieces all fitting together. But what's amazing about Jesus is that that one puzzle 
the miracle of turning water into wine, was just one puzzle piece in a bigger super puzzle of who Jesus is. They must now have to figure out how that miracle at this wedding fits with the miracle of feeding the 5,000 or how he could die on a cross if he is really God and capable of doing anything, including saving himself. And when we are faced with confusion and constructing the bigger super puzzle, the disciples can look back on the miracle at the wedding and new details shine through about this story, helping to connect the wedding at Cana to other puzzle pieces. Despite knowing that the disciples don't understand and will have to face terrible confusion before they can understand, Jesus invites them here at the wedding to begin the journey of knowing him because he knows that on the other side of their confusion, they will find the fullness of the glory revealed to them at this wedding. Jesus knows that even if they won't understand it for a long time, this first glimpse of his glory and beauty will prove even more true than it seems right now. Join us tomorrow as we continue on this journey with the disciples of them figuring out confusion and learning and following Jesus. And then we'll see how that actually applies to us today. Remember, let's be real before God and with one another as long as it's called today. It's been great to be with you. Take care. <laughs>